Well, all right, all right, all right. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Double Crossed. I'm your host, Dan, at Two Inches Short from the Internet. This is my co-host, Dave, at Golf and Jokes from the Internet. Uh, Dave, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode. How are you, buddy? Doing good, man. What about you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Happy, uh, happy to talk about some golf with you because um, we had some some stuff go down on the uh, on the PGA Tour. Uh, uh, a win in Japan for a countryman, so that'll be yeah. good. And uh, we got a bunch of other tour news that we want to get into. A couple uh, news stories we saw, and uh, <laughs> just uh, welcome, welcome everybody, welcome back to Double Cross. Um, so let's go uh, this week on tour, Dave. Um, Hideki Matsuyama wins the Zozo Championship. My pick wins by five. Wins by five. Got to give you credit, Dave called it. Dave called it. We you could go back to last mm-hmm. episode. He's the he was the 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 winning pick. Um, Dave, congratulations! You win a point on our fake tally yep. that I don't even I'll know if we keep track of. So, um, but yeah, so Hideki wins by five. Uh, if you're looking at the final scoreboard, like Dave uh, woke up to the scoreboard, um, it was much uh, closer than what the final score was, right? Yep. Yeah, I was watching it. Um, I fell asleep maybe after. 14 or 15 though, I can't remember. And he was up by, I want to say two at that point, but it was super tight or maybe one at that point. I can't remember. But like, if you're watching it by like the 10th hole, um, Tringali had like a one shot lead and he was just playing solid. Like he couldn't miss a drive. And uh, did you watch any of it? Any of it? I, I, to be honest with you, I fell asleep. No? Most of yeah, most, so most of the coverage. I might've made I the know. first two holes of coverage. <laughs> Yeah, Tringale and Hideki are probably the two guys that when they hit a shot, you have no idea how it's it's going to turn out because their follow through is like they hit the worst shot of life. They just give up on it. It's perfect, perfect shot down the middle, like especially Tringale. Like I was watching my guy, perfect. He's he's in the trees, this shot, middle of the fairway. He's the weirdest (laughs) thing watching his shots his reactions after yeah. hitting the ball. Well, Hideki, Hideki is he does that too. king of that. He's like king yeah, of that. But, I mean, but to me, Tringale was even worse. Oh, man. Well, I, I do know. I mean, I saw, you know, Hideki. When he when Hideki takes his hand off the club, chances are it's like five feet. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a telling sign. It's funny because it, it doesn't make any sense. But it must be nice to that's your miss. Yeah. You know, probably didn't hit it exactly how you wanted to. So, but, so um, yeah, I, I, I woke up, as you said, and I saw a five-shot lead, and I'm like, oh, wow. But it was not that close at all, minus the last few yeah. holes, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, because, like you were saying, uh, Tringali was up at the at, – like on the back nine and had oh, yeah. four birdies and an eagle, right, where where Tringali made two bogeys on 17 and 18. Yeah. Um, you know, but, um, you know, that Eagle, what Hideki almost stuffed on 18 with a three wood from two, whatever, two sixty, two fifty something. Um, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hilarious how easy Eagles are for these guys. I mean, Hideki made two, uh, just yesterday, yeah. you know, on Sunday. And you know what? It's, um, it's, it's pretty tough course. It's like, I mean, the scores really? weren't that low. Yeah. And I mean, on the well, second round, I believe it was freezing cold and rain. The scores were brutal out there. Yeah. Cause it's actually interesting. Cause you got Hideki at 15 under then Brendan Steele and Tringali at 
10 yeah. under and then yeah. and then you had your, your your boy boy Mac Hughes um and Matt Wallace Seabass uh, Munoz and uh just Mark like Hala, dead, like couldn't really go, do much all week. it was like six on like it was six under 10 under 15 under like that's that's where and then a bunch of 500s right so yeah we're gonna talk Colin I mean any every week Colin plays it's almost like we have to talk about him so he has moved up in the rankings. We will talk about that in a little bit. Have to keep talking. Hideki here wins in Japan. I mean, caps off a crazy good year winning the Masters. I mean, he's like legitimately got to be one of the biggest sports superstars, maybe superstars coming out of Japan right now, right? Like oh, Japan is, oh, yeah. True. I mean, and I'm so, sure Tokyo is a god. Right to win, you know, it's a it's a it's a big deal um, for for that. And you know what, he's. The only other person to win that event is Tiger. Um, that event at that venue. Um, that and Hideki was course. second that that year. So obviously Hideki, he loves the course. And loves and he's he said he didn't even have like his best yeah. stuff. Like he was like at a scale of one to ten, it was like a one. But yeah, he was I like, I, I I was at home and I wanted to perform and you know, play in front of my my fans. And it's crazy when you take you might not feel the best, which is probably why he took his hand off of almost every single shot, like you were saying. And, um, but at the same time, when, it doesn't matter how you feel. It's just a matter of putting it together when it, when it matters, you know? And yeah, I think yeah. it, it's a great example of, of winning when you don't have your best stuff. And Hideki winning when he says he doesn't have his best stuff, you know, with all that pressure that he's got. I mean, this guy, he, he's 29 right now. He's got, so did want to say he's got seven, that's his seventh PGA Tour win, including the Masters. He got eight uh, wins on the on the Japan, uh, Japanese Tour. Um, moves up to twelfth in the world rankings. Um, pretty incredible. I mean, you know, yeah, it was a little bit of a disappointment at the, at the Tokyo Games, you know. Um, but at the same time, I mean, to to win in front of your fans, I mean, that's got to be. You get one tournament, if you're lucky, a year out there. Um, you know, and, and to be, to be there at the end and to, to, to nab that victory. Meanwhile, Cameron Tringali, he, by the way, do you know, get this? He has the longest streak. Yeah. Of, 314 uh, no career starts of no yeah. wins, but get this. I got, I got it written down here. Adds, uh, adds to his lead as the biggest tour earner without a win. He's up over $15.5 million in his career. Must be nice. Oh, dude, what a life. I mean, yeah. you know, and he, and it's kind of nice, you know, if you saw Cameron Tringali walking down the street, like, would you know who he no. is? I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, must be nice to be a millionaire and not have to be, you know, have to sign autographs or take pictures or just an, an you know, relatively anonymous lifestyle. Yeah. And, and you were making bank and playing the game you love. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wants to win. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but absolutely. like, at the same time, I mean, it's, I would take it. I would take 15 mil, no wins, but I think he's runner up four times. And I mean, you know, like we, we say it every fucking week. Winning on the PGA is just hard. Yeah, he might very well go his whole career without getting a win and he'll be racking up over 30, 40 mil probably. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Without anyone knowing, without anyone knowing him. Um, but yeah, that to throw that. Hideki, again, what a, what a win. I mean, that's a it's a you know win counts again fedex cup points purse was like 10 million dollars i think he won like one point i don't know eight something um 
you know, it was a big purse for a limited field. Again, we'll get into that in a little bit. I uh, do want to talk about uh, Colin Morikawa, like we were saying, uh, finishes seventh, moves up to number two in the world rankings now. Um, I was reading something or listening to something that said, like, he's only been, like, in the top, I don't know, five in strokes game putting, like, only, like, six times in his career, and three of those he's won. So, like, I mean, this guy, two in the world, and we're talking about just being a semi-consistent putter. He's going to be number one in the world eventually, right? I think so. And, I mean, he also had uh, a first happen this week. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> first time shanking the shot. Tell the people. Tell the people. Yeah. 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 Did you see it? Did you no, see I didn't it? see it. Was it, it was it. on right? Did it, I, I didn't see a video of it. I, I never saw it, but. Yeah, but he did. Sure. He did. He was like, I, and you know what? And he was, he got asked, did he get asked about it? Or he just talked about it in his like post round interview. It was just like, you know, I did a first in my career. Exactly. Like you said, uh, I hit a shank and, and I'm, is there any I, other better I, way? Is there any better way to handle that situation? Than uh, to own no, what no. you did? I mean, you, you have on? to, own. I mean, it's golf. It happens. You just got to laugh it off. You know, yeah. I, I guarantee the second best player every, in the world hitting, hitting it off. I awesome. guarantee every single tour pro has shanked it at least once during competition. Mm-hmm. And some more than more than once. Oh, like Ian Poulter every year, it's a thing. <laughs> Web. Web too, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but but again, these guys they're it happens. Golf's Oh. golf is fucking hard it's just hard to hit a ball every single time perfect and and it's and it's we don't hit a shot perfect every time and that doesn't mean that that shot is necessarily bad i'm sure colin somehow got that up and down save some sort of you know par or bogey but i i just um you know just some something to really put in perspective i think we, we just like expect to hit every shot perfect and it's like not gonna happen it's just not gonna happen and so, like, get rid of those expectations. And, uh, but yeah, but Colin, you know, to, to come out, own that. And, you know, I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, you, you're a top player in the world. You know, you, you have some of the best, iron, you basically the best iron player since Tiger, statistically. And, you know, and, and, it, and even the best happens. I mean, again, Tiger, even, you know, Jack, everyone goes through, goes through things and hits shots and, you know, when that happens, that wasn't me who hit that. It just, we're moving on. We're moving on. But but Colin gets to world number two. I mean, sky's the limit for this kid. I'm excited um, for him because I, I I can see you know him and him and Rom hanging around. You know, switching each other. How old is know, Rom? Back and forth. Uh, he's maybe early thirties. He's right and in, getting right into his prime. He's gonna be he's gonna be there for a while. Yeah, well, Colin's only 24. So, yeah. So, world number two, I mean, I don't know. You want to throw a throw a time? Like, a, I think Colin might be number one, one in the world by the Masters. Could very well be. I, I don't know how this many points. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know how many points. I'm going gonna, gonna to look. I got, it, I got it up right now. Uh, average points. It can't be that much. I, I can't see Rom being up by that much. Average points, Rob's at 9.9 and Collins at 8.4. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like w- one event it could switch. Technically. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying, saying by, by the Masters or after he wins the Masters. 
Um, I, I, he I could know. very well. That's, he, that's that's a good course for him. Minus if he if, if he putts, if, if he can putt, well. if he can putt, right, yeah. right. Because it's a second shot golf course, and Colin is a he's just a oh dude, it's fucking. I'm so happy we get to watch someone who can handle an iron like Tiger could. It sounds crazy to say, but like I'm I'm not saying they're the same player. I again, Dave, you're looking at me like I'm. You know, no, I, like I'm, I hear you. you know what I'm saying. All right. Um, all right. Do do need to talk about uh, coverage of Zozo, like we were saying, minimal coverage, about three hours a night. Um, yeah, terrible coverage again. You never they had they didn't have yeah. people to, to to broadcast it for some they, reason. They, they, they were showing the fi- they were showing the final group when they were on, I want to say fifth or sixth hole. Yeah. So yeah. you, you, ne- you never saw them from the start. Yeah. Again, starting from, you know, the second quarter, you know. Yeah. Of um, course, but in 2019, uh, right when Tiger won 2019, yeah. uh, you saw every shot, obviously. <laughs> did, did, see, did see every shot. I don't know. I mean, I, when Tiger's playing, I mean, it's, it's, it's must-see viewing. I mean, like we were saying, you know, PTOs, days off. Um, do you think I, if uh, uh you think coffee. last last week if tiger was playing they would have shown every shot right from the start instead of joining on the back nine i think i think um yes i think i think there would have been more absolutely for sure so some, something would have happened whether it was with golf tv or golf channel i don't know what but they would have definitely yeah. uh yeah Oh, I, I mean, you know, when it, when he was playing, it's, it's literally like there again, exclusive coverage. We, we buy a PG, but again, you have to have proper people being able to, you know, the, the, the crew to, to do it and to broadcast. I heard there was only like three camera guys out there at one point, like something crazy. So tiger. Yeah, of course the coverage would have, would have been, we would have been able to see every shot of tiger because that's, what draws people's eyeballs you know i understand hideki down the stretch doesn't but like you're right like what if tiger was in the field would anything have been different you know in terms of the cover well i mean they they want to obviously would have you make a point yeah but i guess you know what they would have known that um he's playing so they probably would have prepared differently anyways yeah yeah i mean the groupings I, I did know that i did see they had spectators but i think it was like five thousand a day uh you... not sure not sure yeah that's that's what that's what i heard but um but yeah so you know i i mean you just got you gotta you gotta be able to see see the product and and especially if you're paying extra for it and you got we got to figure out a way to do this again this is 2021 these you're, you're promoting and and got to talk about bless you um we got to talk about so you're so good looking um we got to talk about um the fact that this is like japan's basically like japan's open in terms of like professional you know pga tour style golf i mean i mean this is re- obviously a relatively new event it's only been there twice and so, like, why are we making this like it's a it's a limited field and it's a ten million dollar purse, like we were saying. It's in list essentially. I don't know. Is there a bigger golf market than the Japanese market of you know for golf? 
Um, Probably not. You know, and, and then you also have Tiger and Hideki. I mean, this isn't just like some event. This is like, this is like, people should go over and play this. Like, this should be like, a, I don't want to say a mandated event, but like, you know, part of me thinks that like, part of like the, what is it? Like the Super Golf League and like all of these things that it's like, you know, it's 20 events and you're going to wind up playing. Either these are mandatory. Like maybe this is maybe pushing the PGA Tour in a direction that is more or less able to say, hey, you know, you we need to be able to show our best players around the world. This is a world tour. I don't, I don't quite understand why, you know, we're not in Japan very often. I like we have to be, if it, if you want to be a world tour, you have to make your product accessible world, you know, around the world. And part of that is playing around the world. I I just, you know, I I mean, you know, right. Uh, Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like they, I mean, you see, you see it with all these other leagues, right? Like obviously NFL has all these games in uh, England or Europe or wherever they are, London, I think London. Yeah. So they're trying to, you know, increase their market share in those areas. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is a world tour or what is, or so what they want to be. And yeah, they right. should definitely should be coming to different places and, but I don't know how they can really push the guys, their top stars yeah. to, to want to go to some of these places but i'm well, sure I mean, there's it's funny because behind the scenes it's just funny because like you know we're gonna get into uh saw some news come out about uh players applying to play in the saudi in, in international right and like you know one of those players well again we're gonna talk about that in a little bit but like is dj and like dj wasn't playing in japan but he's gonna go over and wants to play in saudi right <clears throat> well, I, I don't understand how they're applying for it when Jay Monahan said anybody who goes over there will not be a tour member. Or, tour. Yeah. So I don't well, get I don't it. know. Is it was it about that event or was that about the PGL or whatever the fuck it was? Uh, I thought I, it was more about I, that. I, I it could could be. I, I interpret it as that like just in that event in general, if you go over there and play. I don't know. So it, it yeah. maybe was just about the PGL, PGL but I yeah. mean, if, if, if he does, I don't know, I, I'd have to go back and read his statement, but if by, you know, he does allow guys to go after saying what he said, it's kind of yeah. a bitch move. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's kind of what I'm saying is, is like, you know, we have this, again, getting back to the Zozo and the fact that like, this is a, a prime time and again you can make it prime time like it's possible to shift the tea times to like be earlier like it's possible to do different things um but like we were saying i I just think that that when you try to you want to showcase your product around the world you got to be able to get you know again it wasn't a bad field but at the same time it's you're missing some of your 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 the people that watch the pga tour religiously around the world want to see you know who would never get a chance to see a dj right like you know it live in in person like you know we're lucky we get to not have to travel halfway around the world for most of these events right so anyways just uh just some quick thoughts on on growing the game internationally if you will and uh especially in in a market like japan and i just think it's um it might be a good opportunity to maybe uh 
reassess what we're doing with this event, you know, and not put it in the middle of the fall schedule or put it in the middle of the fall schedule, but give players like two weeks to get there and get, and get home and don't have like continuous events where like, we're going to talk, we're going to preview the Butterfield Bermuda championship, which is a great segue. Um, but like, you're looking at the field there. Terrible. It's, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not taking it away from these guys. They're great players, obviously, but like the strength of the field is, is clearly weaker than most normal events. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, I just think, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we need to look into some of this uh, kind of not mandatory anything, but more or less like more incentives to play in, in places and, with a schedule that works for these guys, not add stress to their lives. You know, I mean, I understand they're playing golf for a living, but that's stressful, especially when you're trying to make it, which like there's Q school, right. And you have guys who, you know, it's, it's tough to play golf for a living. So anyways, Zozo, congratulations, Decky. Golf in Japan is great. It's a beautiful golf course. Tree lines. I don't know if we'd love See, it. I'm not a big fan of the course. <laughs> Me, like we had the, we had the chat last week on types of golf courses. Yes. That course to me is so blah and boring. It does does nothing for me. <laughs> watch, watch watching it on TV does absolutely nothing for me. We'd love to be invited to play it though. Love to <clears> play it one day. I, I wouldn't even be excited to play it. I heard, I heard like Xander was like comparing it to like you know. The kind of treatment that you get at Augusta. That's what he was oh, saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the treatment, whatever, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they treat you amazing <laughs> there. But I'm saying just course, it just doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Well, uh, we'll <clears throat> talk about a course in a little bit when we go around the world to some other world tours. But uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Bermuda Championship, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. New sponsor, I guess. Is it a new it was Bermuda Championship? Yeah, it's a thing. Brian Gay yeah, won. Sounds like a new. Sp- speaking of speaking of which, when is the last time someone has gone missing in Bermuda? Bermuda Triangle. Is <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, think I don't think so. You'd hear it more. You'd think you'd hear more about it, but I guess. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Hopefully, no. Hopefully, don't we'll lose anyone on this, this week. Um, so yes, we're going to uh, Port Royal Golf Club in Southampton, Bermuda um we're uh i think it's it's a, not a long course it's like 68 28 wow super short um, for those guys obviously the grass is uh bent and right now i'm kidding it's it's in bermuda it's bermuda grass and uh greens are bermuda and uh are you sure 6.5 uh, dude yes right. yes yes it is it is um 6.5 million um purse winner gets 1.2 it's gonna be on golf channel probably for 20 minutes so um i don't know i I saw some some of the field uh we have who do we got we got uh matt fitzpatrick christian bezadenhout patrick reed is like the probably one of the top ranked players that will be playing it uh mito Pereira, adam hadwin see like there's some interesting names i do have some other people who are in the field this week which i must say ready for this olin brown Daniel Chopra, Tommy Ganey, Robert Garrigus. Tommy Ganey. Garrigus. Wow. Gotta, gotta thank Dan Rappaport uh, from uh, Golf Digest uh, providing this info because it was just way easier looking at it this way. Uh, Jonathan Kay, Frank Licklider III, John Merrick, Parker McLaughlin, Ted Purdy, 
I believe I might have played a round of golf with during like a, a, a pro-am thing. Um, maybe we got to talk to Ted about that. Um, back, where the hell was it? I'll figure it out. Um, and uh, he's Slocum and Paul Stankowski. So if those names don't uh, make you want to get up for this event, I don't know what does. Um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. The tweet, by the way, that had all this had a Nike Sasquatch driver, a big break, and uh, Tiger in his famous pleats, um, bringing the pleats back from the early 2000s with all these names. Um, I don't know, Dave. Uh, do you have a, Do you have any thoughts? No, I have about the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Probably, I will probably watch not even a second of this event this week. All right. Yeah. Well, it does end on Halloween, so that should be that should be fun. Yeah, I won't be watching. <laughs> so, so um, any shot at picking a winner? Considering you want to, you know, get another one that that almost is a hot shot. Um... <clears throat> I'm going to go, yeah, since I got last week right, I'm on a roll. I'm going to go with uh, Adam Hadwin. Oh! Yeah, Canadian. Like it. Yeah. Canadian. All right. I like that pick. Um, take it to the bank. I don't know, man. I, uh, I'm i looking at this. I I don't I'm, – I'm feeling like a like – a, uh, I got nothing. I'm going to go Mito Pereira. That's where I'm going to wow. go with. That's a name. That's a name. That's a name. Guys might win immediately on tour. That's, uh, you know, never know how the corn ferry don't know. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, those are your picks again. We haven't said in a while, not financial advice. Um, but yeah, let's just, uh, let's quickly go around the world. Um, the European tour had an event at a, uh, it was the my Mallorca. Mallorca golf open Mallorca um Jeff Winther wins it Dane Danish dude um wins dude got stuck in a bathroom on Sunday before his final round at his hotel him and he was in the bathroom the taking a shower his wife came in to use the bathroom or something that seems to be the story there's no lock on the bathroom which is interesting where where even was I don't even know where it was um no lock on the bathroom, um, but the door got jammed and they were with their two kids. And the six year, I think a six year old daughter wound up going to like the, like to find help to get this, to knock the door in. They said he was in there for 45 minutes. He thankfully didn't miss his tea time, went out and won. I mean, does you the imagine? kid get any, does the, does, does the, does the, does his daughter get any of the paycheck for making sure he got there? Well, I mean, the first mistake was they never had their phone with them. That's why I always bring your phone into the washroom. You never know, you know, there you go. What if you fall or something and you got to, you know, you never know. So never know, never know. Yeah. That's a good, good piece of advice for the people. Be, I, I typically will generally have it with me. And the only, the only reason maybe you wouldn't is if it's charging you know you gotta go oh look at it last minute you bring charge. a charger into the bathroom you could <laughs> you could yeah just be careful um but yeah crazy story St crazy story there um also were mentioned earlier talking about the course this course was in some pretty terrible shape i mean there was 
I saw there that, was yeah. Like, you know, there were like blotches on the greens. There yeah, were, yeah. It was just like the fairways are all fucked up. And yeah, but uh, but yeah, good for you know, Danish guy winning, gets stuck in a bathroom. Good for good for the six-year-old. She's going places. Yeah, she's definitely going places. Um, gotta gotta talk about uh, on the Champions Tour, Bernard Langer, oldest person ever to win a Champions Tour event at age 64. That gives him 42 Champions Tour wins. <laughs> Two. that's three away from hal Irwin's record of 45 go um, past that no problem yeah well i mean he was did he is the oldest so he's got and just so we're clear he does have three pga tour wins how many three two of them are the masters yeah two three? of them are the masters yeah that's crazy three. two of them he are was, the masters. Uh, i guess he was a, 40, a late 42 he He's got 42 European tour wins. Okay, yeah, he just yeah. Played he was a European. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously and, an amazing, amazing player, no, no matter how yeah. you spin oh. it. And it comes down to comes down to, you know, just work ethic, man. I mean, this guy just he cares about, you know, he's some of the best shape, best shape of his life. I actually played the golf course that he I think it's called Woodfield country club in uh i think it's like boca raton florida and i was fortunate to play there one time and he's got this house on like near like an island green it's fucking sick and but i mean you could see i mean he's grinding you know you see him at the range you see you know it's and then i actually when i did have a chance to go to the masters i saw i just watched him just me too beautiful draws on 10 i saw him tee off on the sixth hole the par three yeah no sorry the uh fourth hole the part the fourth other hole. fourth hole. yeah yeah the yeah, longer yeah. one he's just the, the longer one yeah. <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> the burger longer one um yeah <laughs> so so crazy crazy i mean i think he's won like 15 years in a row on the champion store since like 2007 or something like that i mean it's it's pretty wild it doesn't really get talked about wanted to wanted to bring it up while we're talking champion store Mickelson, Phil Mickelson, back in the news. Again, this is, um, should say, Dominion Energy Cherry Classic is the first playoff event of the Charles, Charles Schwab Cup. I, I think that's that's the deal. But yeah, so Phil is playing in the first event, uh, first playoff event, because he's won like three fucking times already on the tour. And uh, winds up getting into <laughs> with a reporter, um, probably a local guy, I'm not sure, um, basically questioning his driving accuracy wednesday or i think it's thursday or wednesday before the tournament um saying that he's like 81st like in accuracy or whatever and phil goes says to him i don't really pay attention to stats that that are irrelevant and like i'm just trying to hit it the longest i possibly can and that's what he did and you know what phil did phil went out we're playing three rounds friday saturday sunday wound up making two nines on the ninth hole which is the par five pumping two yep. balls ob basically each time yeah um, yeah so then they asked him again after he's like yeah my statement was probably wrong in saying that <laughs> yeah yeah pretty hilarious but phil the the making a nine on nine i mean that that's... uh I, I to be honest i don't know why you would say that fairways definitely matter if if phil could have hit maybe 15% more fairways in his career, he'd probably have another 
10, 15 you wins. won fairway in 2006 at Wingfoot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what you were that was just a <laughs> boneheaded move anyways. He could have easily just taken yeah. an iron off the tee and won the event <laughs> easy. So. <laughs> yeah but yeah so phil yeah I, I saw him get back to someone on twitter saying yeah i was wrong he, he i think he took some some I, I oh but i do have to say he he didn't speak to the media i think on like that friday and saturday because i don't know whether it was because of this i don't know just just interesting feels a phil feels an interesting guy for sure and you know being the boss of a champion store i mean i don't know i don't know if he's going to be able to nearly touch I probably, do you think he could get to Bernhard Longer's? Do you think he wants to get, like, break the, well, do you think he cares about any records on the Champions Tour? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, okay. No. I was just, th- I was just thinking because, I mean, Phil could technically, he could win 45 events very easily on the Champions yeah, Tour. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think he cares to, though. I don't, I yeah. think, um, it's also playing, yeah. playing PGA tour. I mean, still, yeah. how long do you think he's going to play the PGA tour for? I can see him playing. What is he? Another one right now. Uh, 50 or 51. 51. 51. Yeah. 51. I, I can see him playing at least another five years on the PGA tour. And here, yeah. Yeah. It, very interesting. Yeah. It's again, Won the fucking PGA this past year. We're talking about Phil Max, 50 years old, won the PGA. Nuts. All right. So, Phil, hilarious. Two nines on nine. Amazing. Um, very familiar with it. Uh, Jin Young Ko on the LPGA Tour uh, wins the BMW Ladies Championship. And uh, I think this was a, a, in Asia, too. I, I forgot. She's, anyway, she's a 200th. It's a 200th. LPGA tour win from someone from South Korea, which is amazing. So good for Jin Young Ko. Um, she had like some crazy streak of rounds in the sixties and like it got broken on like that first day, but then wound up shooting in the sixties the rest of the time. I think she tied down a historic standards record of some sort. I forgot exactly what the number is, but that's some, that's some world tour news. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, did want to just get to some uh, some news that we did see this week. We did mention earlier about um, eight players asking the PJ Tour for permission to play in the Saudi International. Uh, DJ Graham McDowell, who's a defending champion. Um, Abe Answer, Lee Westwood, Tommy Fleetwood, Henrik Stenson, Kevin Na, and your boy Jason Kokrak. Um, no judgment here. The reason why we're bringing this up is because, you know, this is a tournament in Saudi Arabia, and uh, there's some questionable things going on <laughs> in and around that country. And um, but to see uh, to see these guys want to want to get over there and, and get paid. I mean, they do pay. How much? What's an appearance fee over there? Like what? A mil- e- million, three easy. mil, at least a mil. Yeah. Probably. But some of the guys who know it's probably more. Yeah, three mil maybe. So pretty interesting. You know, again, no judgments. Just questionable yeah. scheduling decisions i don't know so i there i think they're waiting to hear back from the pg tour like we were saying we don't know whether that was directed at them playing events I mean, in saudi arabia honestly, you can't you can't play the guys if someone's throwing a million dollars at me to come play an event i'm going seven figures to go play a golf tournament for four days yeah yeah 
not a bad deal. But morals, principles, does that matter? Do you, do you have any? Do, do you have? I mean, do you, do you, yeah. Do you, you know why uh, I'm bringing this up? I mean, yeah. Is, but I mean, um, that's, I'm, I'm not I'm not doing these crazy things. I'm just going to play golf. I don't know. <laughs> just trying to get paid, man. Just um, to get paid. So yeah, so we'll see. We'll see who is granted permission to get, get out there. Um, again, well, it, it, some... it, to me, it's either all or none. Like I don't see why they would grant permission for some and not the others. Like for others, yeah, dude. I don't know, but beyond our pay grade, I we'll just see. you know we're just we'll bringing you the news of what's happening, just letting you know. Yeah, you know people people trying to you know make some money and then i get it and speaking about people trying to make some money dude get this there's 20 over twenty thousand counterfeit clubs components and pieces and apparel and shit seized in china in, in a bunch of raids i mean it was like ping titleist got a cameron strict on all this stuff um i guess just be careful where you're getting your golf equipment if yeah it, if it says it's sure. from china maybe you might want to check that out i, I don't know yeah I don't know. Some some crazy stuff. I don't know. What isn't what isn't counterfeit nowadays? Literally everything. Oh, oh, hopefully. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You're playing a knockoff, knockoff. What do you what driver you got now? Ping? Ping, Ping. Four, yeah. 410? 410. 410 max. Yeah. Speaking of counterfeit, when I was young, when I first started playing golf, um, my dad came home with a set of uh tailor-made knockoffs. They were tracker, they were called. And they look nice. exactly exactly like the burners. And he the also copper? came home. Yeah. Also came on came home with uh King Cobra knockoff. They were King Serpent, I believe. And I've seen those. I've seen they looked, them. you know, exact exactly the same as yep. uh the Cobras back back at that time. So yeah, they, you know. except they have different names printed on them. These ones yeah. that were seized have the same fucking names yeah. as, as the as the OEM. So yeah, pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah, I think I had a, a what was your first set of irons? Your first set of golf clubs? Um, like like first, you could like like your first real set of gloves. Um I think it might have been these tailor-made knockoffs tracker. And then I went to Ping I2s. Ping I2s. And then, what? And then black? I went black dot? Yeah, black. And then I went to Callaway Big Bertha X12. Oh man, do you still have one of those in your bag? You said, right? I do. Yeah. Two iron. Two iron. Well, I have, I have the X four X fourteen of the. Oh, uh, is the upgraded upgraded yeah. to the X fourteen? But so you you had the Callaway X twelves. That was, I'm pretty so sure. That, I'm pretty sure they were the X twelve or X thirteen. I want to say X twelve though. Wait, what did you say the first ones were again? That you got? What was the first set again? um not not the knockoffs like your first ping, real... ping i2 ping i2 ping i2 is right yeah. Yeah. yeah nice dude yeah they, they, was... were the, they were the x12s after that so. x12s nice the Mine, the, the yeah. sorry the the set of pings i sure. still have love the i2s yeah those are those are like a, a collectible classic at this, at this yeah, point yeah. classic item yeah what what iron did you have a like a three iron or two iron or three iron I, i've always been a three iron guy my whole life and then as far as woods i was a callaway had a big bertha oh yeah man. Uh, steelhead did you have a steelhead no 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 
right. Andy, the when I was growing up, the most popular driver, I'm sure for you too, was the Titleist 975D. Oh, that was oh, like. You can- Bet you every every, every every kid playing the tournaments uh, was that with the, the 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 like the maroon grapholoid shaft on it yeah dude yeah i i fucking love that driver yeah. yeah. you know that yeah the d it's crazy when you're looking at that club and then like you see like the j and then yeah but my first set of irons was a set of tommy armor silver scots oh, those wow. were nice. those were those were pretty fucking money honestly um love those i was like obsessed with like titleist dci irons and everything back in the day but i don't know i got the silver scots they were great and then i got a set of cleveland ta3 gunmetals me too were... I, I had the ta3s at uh later on uh not the gunmetal just the you know yeah regular. but they were but so they were sick, nice man they were so nice yep yep and uh yeah man, just got a set of tailor-made piece p750s now so what do you have now uh right now my nikes nike nike vr vapor vr fly? pro blades vr pro, VR no, pro not blades. The vapor. yeah but VR i am gonna blades. i am gonna get is a that new like, set that's like tiger from 2005 vr pro blades right probably yeah something like <laughs> yeah that. but yeah no i'm Playing gonna i'm blades. gonna i'm gonna retire them this uh this winter and gonna upgrade them i want i want i think i'm leaning towards mizuno nice blades again yeah i think so i just i just like the feel and look them too much this must be must be nice being able to hit those <clears> consistently <throat> has, has <laughs> as you as you slightly sheepishly yeah. back away from them right now. no dude that's that's cool man i, I was just curious because uh you know we will get into some club talk at some point maybe and uh yeah you know maybe hear some suggestions um but yeah yo that that basically i don't know dave i mean feeling good feeling good going in we're going into bermuda the basically an off an off week basically (laughs) an off week bermuda championship we got i think some some champions tour stuff you know some playoffs and some q school stuff still going on and you know all that, that stuff so you know world of golf never stops and we uh we just appreciate you guys uh hanging with us if you have made it to the end Hit the subscribe button. Give us a positive review. Rate us five stars. Do something. That's how you support us. We appreciate your help. Um, and thank you to those of you who have left those positive uh, reviews. So yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you again, um, Dave. It was a pleasure, my friend. Yeah. Uh, you too, enjoy, man. Enjoy the week. Oh, good guy. Fucking I just forgot. Congratulations on another win. Must be nice rooting for a, a good football team in the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. This. Uh, this. Thursday's looking a little rough now, though, with uh, uh, Devontae on the... Missing. Well, I mean, he has a chance, though. If he has two negative tests in the next uh, 24, 48 hours, whatever it is, um, he can play. Yep. So, we'll see. Well, you know, another another week of the NFL. Another... can't believe the Giants won this week. <laughs> I don't know what... I saw Daniel Jones make, make a catch. He looked like Odell Beckham Jr., they like laid him out, but I mean, probably made one of the nicest catches the Giants have made all year. Our star quarterback, who was concussed two weeks ago, I saw that. Yeah. couldn't walk. Um, pretty insane. Again, golf podcast. Sorry about that, folks. You have just been double crossed. We are out. Peace.